This is Goals with Soul, a podcast for visionary coaches and entrepreneurs, building your business with inspired action. In alignment with your mission and authentic message, so you can create impact for your soul clients and feel lit up every day. I'm your host, Joe Ingram, married mum of three daughters from London and a former ad agency director turned business coach and strategist. In Goals with Soul, we blend revenue generation with energetics, marketing strategies with pranic healing, and ambitious business goals with our soul's desires. If you're looking to build your business with less efforting and more ease, this is the podcast for you. Let's dive in. Welcome to Goals with Soul. I'm Jo Ingram. And I've got to be honest with you, at the point of recording this episode, Things have been a little bit heavy for me, and there is no good reason for it. I think I've come out of a period of big expansion where so much has happened in my business and in my life, and I've taken a massive step forward. And almost as if in response, I've contracted and I've taken a step back, and I've started to feel things are a little bit heavier and a little bit more challenging And I recognize it in myself and I know that coming very soon is my next expansion and my next level up in my business, in my happiness, in my life, in all of the things. But it's really interesting and I try to be completely open and vulnerable about the situation and what it's like to build a business and to be in full trust and faith. And when my trust wavers, I go through a time where I personally like to eat a bit of junk food and watch a bit of Netflix. I go to bed too late and I'm not doing the exercise I should do. But every time I pull myself back into walking in the forest, doing the meditation, doing the things that I know are good for me and will raise my vibration. And I'm back today. I'm walking in the forest. I'm doing the things I love, like recording my podcast and staying really aligned with trust, faith and certainty that everything is happening just as it should. And I'm stepping into my next level because that is my destiny. It's what's in my vortex and it's what I want so much. And staying non-attached is some of the process towards that, as well as being authentic and vulnerable. And it doesn't get much more authentic and vulnerable than this particular interview. I'm so excited to introduce you in a moment to Will Carlos. Will works with coaches and healers who sometimes freak out about putting themselves out there online. They want to feel safe and authentic, but imposter syndrome gets in the way. Will uses his unique spiritual gift of clairaudience to remove specific limiting beliefs, which leads to an expanded online presence. Now, I really dive into what this actually means and how Will does his process to the point of asking Will to take a peek at me and why I'm not necessarily showing up in pure authenticity and what's holding me back. And I'm excited for you to listen to what came up. It certainly wasn't quite what I expected. And it's something that I'm going to have to ponder on for some time. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hey, Will, welcome to Goals with Soul. Hi, thanks for having me. I'm so excited because your unique gift, this Claire audience piece and how you apply it to overcoming limiting blocks is something that absolutely fascinates me as a coach mm. that loves to overcome limiting blocks. Please tell me a little bit about this Claire audience and how it came about. 
Yeah. So for anyone listening who's familiar with spiritual or woo-woo things, everyone knows about clairvoyance. And so clairvoyance is when you can see things. So, you know, we, we, I have some super woo-woo friends who say, oh, your aura looks great today. And I've had that my whole life. And I say, I don't know, like, I know what you're talking about conceptually, but I've never seen it. I don't see things like that. Or people would get premonitions, you know, they would have a really heightened sense of of knowing what's going to happen in the future. And there's another term for that, which I forget. Clairaudience is the ability to hear, you know, if you're talking in a religious context, to be to hear God's voice. If you're talking in a spiritual, more open-minded, uh, not open-minded, but a more open look at that def- at that term, it's just hearing things of spirit, hearing a heightened ability to hear intuitively. So for me, the way that it shows up is when I'm working with clients who have asked me to look, I can't do this for just anyone, people that have asked me to look at what's in the way, what, you know, I want to make more money in my business. I'm not what's going on, or I want to be more, especially I want to be more visible online and I can't seem to get myself out there. What's going on? And my spidey senses light up and I go, oh, I'm starting to hear something. Let me ask you some questions. And then I start to hear more. Sometimes I'll hear right out the gate. Oh, your mom used to say this to you, right? And they'll go, oh my God. And then other times, most of the time, it's a bit more of a sleuthing kind of detective. I'll, I'll have an idea of a direction to go. So I'll start to sniff out like a dog, you know, kind of like, oh, I think it's the, oh, it's not quite that. Okay. It's the, okay. And then it's uh, whittling it down until we both get to that place where the client goes, oh my God, <laughs> holy crap. How did you like, that's amazing that those are the exact words in my head. So that's the, that's the, the best explanation I can give. It's, it's very, it's much more practical than I think a lot of people realize when it comes to spiritual gifts. If a spiritual gift can't be applied in a daily life context, it's not a spiritual gift. It's a something else. I don't know what it would be, but it's, it's not a real spiritual gift. Yeah. Certainly not one that you can use in business to actually have a practical application and benefit for others. Hmm. And I love that. Yeah. I love how you've applied it. How did you come to the point of realizing that your special gift had this application to help coaches and I think healers, right? Overcome fear of visibility and so on. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's um, small businesses that I work with healers, coaches, therapists, but I've worked with some others as well. And really anyone that has a visibility goal. They want to be more seen, but they can't quite figure that out. And I came to it by almost by luck, but not because I tried every healing modality I could get my hands on. I trained as a life coach, worked as a life coach in a, in a couple of different capacities. And then I started practicing all these healing modalities, Reiki, quantum touch, uh, vortex healing, uh, EFT, which is not quite energy healing, but it's you know emotional healing. I tried and many, many more. I tried everything that I could find, but nothing quite produce the promises that it gave. So I love Reiki. I'm a Reiki master, but I haven't found it to be quite as uh, laser effective as what I currently practice. So after many years, probably a decade of trying all these things, I found a guy in Toronto, uh, his name is Shiraz Babu. And I trained with him because on my first uh, group session with him, we were talking and he started doing what I now do with my clients. And he he said, oh, uh, he asked me a question. I said, oh, no, it's this. He said, no, no, you don't believe that. I said, what do you mean? It's like, you don't believe that. Check, check with the energy, check with yourself. And I realized, oh yeah, I don't believe a word I just said. And then he was able to pinpoint the exact belief. So finally working with him, I finally got to say, oh, that. So I was, you could call it luck that I happened to find him in the world, but it's also, you know, it was a decade of trial and error and trying all these different approaches. And there were many times as a life coach where I would kind of see 10 steps ahead in the coaching, coaching process because coaching goes in a flow. And people didn't like it when I go, oh, it's this. <laughs> they go, they wouldn't like that. And at the time I had a lot of ego in it. So it was, I was doing it to be right, not to actually help the other person. 
Um, so there's a lot to work out there, uh, but that's that's how I found it. Oh, wow. So much that you've just said really resonates with me. I mean, I myself have been on a bit of a quest to find modalities mm. that work for me. I, I have coined the term for myself as an energy curious curator, and I'm constantly mm. looking for ways to, you know, process and move myself forward. I am a pranic healer and I'm into EFT and law of attraction. Mm. So I'm sort of following my own path. But I love the fact that after a bit of a quest for yourself, you kind of found something that ticks all of the boxes and really is that laser focused. And like mm. when you use it with your clients, um, what kind of results do people get? What are the typical barriers and then the ways that they overcome those? Yeah. And I do want to take a, a slight step back for just kind of what, what you were just sharing. I think that we all find, or eventually we find the thing that aligns with our gifts and our talents and our skills. And too often we try to say, oh, I'm, I'm bad at math. So I should really work at math instead of going, I'm amazing at writing essays. I'm going to focus on that. So that was kind of my life until I found this modality. It was trying to strengthen all these skills that I didn't really have. Mm-hmm. So for anyone out there who's in the middle of that quest, stop trying to get better at you know accountability and commitment and consistency, if that's not working for you, and go towards the magic and the ease and the, the other modalities that might align better with your gifts. So the, the kind of benefits or results that my clients get is, I mean, I love, I've got some pages of testimonials I could read, but kind of the general scope is they sign more clients, but they're signing more clients as a function of releasing something. So one of my favorite things is when clients say, we've been working together for, you know, after our first session, I signed a new client who found me randomly on, this happens, randomly online, did a Google search and found me. I don't know where or how, I'm not present on SEO searches, but somehow they found me. But I see it very clearly as they released something energetically. So now all the previous actions that they'd taken can have a new result. And then some, and then often as well, clients will come to me, will clear things that are in the way, the limiting beliefs around wanting to be more seen or be more visible. They say, I want to be more visible, but really they're afraid for their safety or they're afraid they're going to be, you know, the classic, be rejected or be criticized or attacked. But then there are other deeper things. You know, what if I'm more visible, I might get too busy and I'll neglect my family. Or, oh, if I'm more visible, I'm not going to have as much time to write my book and my book is more important, so I'm not going to be more... So these things where they say that they want one thing, but really there's something else in the way. So once we shift that, they have always more clarity and peace. Pretty much every session that I do with clients, especially first sessions, they always say, wow, I feel like a weight's been taken off. I feel more clear, more light. I can now go write my book, get on podcasts, uh, make those social media posts, whatever it is for them. And then my favorite is when people say things like, oh... I'm not going to make any social media posts. That's not working for me. I now have the permission to do what I knew I should do and go beyond podcasts or go do this other this other marketing approach and leave that thing that I've been trying to force myself into that's not working. Uh, so those are some of the kinds of results. Yeah, that's really interesting because we're all aware of, if anyone's listening to this podcast, they're aware they've got limiting <laughs> blocks and they've got mindset problems and things that are keeping them from reaching their full potential. And they're working at overcoming those. I'm constantly Mm. working at overcoming the things that are holding me back and moving to my next level, quantum shifting. It's all part of the fun, but you know, there's that awful sticky part before you saw each time (laughs) where you're held back. And sometimes you do know what the limiting beliefs are, or you've had mm-hmm. the opportunity to work with yourself or to come up with another way of, of understanding what they are, then how, once they come to the fore and it's highlighted, what are the ways that people can typically then take the next step? 
Is it all about mm. shining the light on it or is it about the actions that you take afterwards as well? Uh, I'd say it's both. I mean, the, the method that I use to clear them is uh, to destroy them at the point of creation, uh, which we can unpack that in a little bit if we like. But I do find that it's it really comes down to the willingness. So there are times where, so for example, there's a, a new expansion I want to make in my business. I won't give too many details, but I could tell that that expansion, I can tell it was just today I realized, oh, I'm not doing that because it would make me available to more criticism, to being attacked and, and feeling unsafe. And I've got a lot of stuff from childhood about, you know, I've dealt with that before, but it's kind of coming back in a different way. So it's just that next level of expansion, you know, that next, the new level of expansion requires a new level of clearing, I find. And so in clearing that and identifying that, it's a, yeah, it's that sticky middle of, oh, there's the thing. So as I asked the question today with my friend and who helps me do clearing work as well, uh, and I said, I can feel that I'm not willing. I want to, I consciously in my head, I want to shift this thing. And yet I can feel I'm not willing. I still want to hold on to this thing of like, oh, I'm not meant to have great success. I'm, I'm meant to be the underdog. I met this very significant energy. And I know that that's bullshit because that's what I help my clients overcome every day. And yet in today, in this moment, it's, oh, I'm not quite willing. So I know that for me, I haven't quite found thing that's under the thing that's having me feel un unwilling to do it. But I want to caution everyone, do not do what I did and go looking for the problem all day long, every day, because you it just destroys your self-confidence. So I don't spend all of my time digging into my past and being on my own therapist coach and all that. I spend a lot more time in awareness of I look at it, I look at it for a couple minutes. And if I don't see it or if it doesn't click, I go, okay, not yet. And I'll go for a walk, get back into work, go take a nap, whatever it is. I don't do what I used to do and like problem solve myself because uh, that doesn't really work. I hear you. I hear you. It's that being able to let go of attachment a little and just enjoy the journey and see where the outcome mm. takes you rather than holding on so tight to what you're hoping will happen um, to, to yeah. the point of actually making it not happen, <laughs> which um, is, yeah. is the space that I was in for a really long time, being just so action orientated and so needy for the next level of success that I wasn't mm -hmm. enjoying myself. And I had to take that big step back and start getting in alignment and getting into a place where I just felt so much happier in myself. And I was enjoying building my business rather than just enjoying the thought of the success that it might bring. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that. And, and what I would add to it for myself is the way that I think of it these days is willing to, willing to, it's, it sounds like a cliche, but I actually have a, a kind of a different take on it, but willing to fall flat on my face, willing to be vulnerable, but not in the Instagram version of vulnerable. I mean, like willing to let someone see me in my messy, snotty cry, you know, like you just watched, you know, we were just watching Coda, one best picture for the Oscars and we're all crying, like just ugly, ugly cries. Cause we all have dad and parent issues. And she's like going away. And the dad says, it's just, we're just messy, messy cry. And I find that when I try to hide that in my business, it doesn't, my business doesn't go very well. And so I do this and I did it before this podcast too. Every podcast that I do, I, there's an audio from Bruce Lee that I listen to where he says, honestly expressing yourself. That is very difficult to do. I mean, it is easy to put on a show and be cocky and be flooded with a cocky feeling and feel like pretty cool and all that. Or I can make all kinds of phony things. You see what I mean? Blinded by it. Or I can show you some really fancy moves, but to express oneself honestly, not lying to oneself. Now that, my friend, is 
very hard to do. And I listen to that every time because I spent a lifetime lying to myself and others, thinking that I was being positive and thinking that I was being empowered and I'm going to move forward. And then finally realizing just how full of, oh, I think, can we swear on this podcast? Yeah, you can. (laughs) (laughs) Realizing just how full of shit I was and still am. I mean, I'm 10% less full of shit now, but there's still a lot of shit in there. So I hear you. I hear you. You know, I came out of nearly 20 years in corporate full of shit, Mm. which was, you know, (laughs) having to have a bravado, a face that wasn't vulnerable. And this Mm. podcast, Goals with Soul, or as it used to be called, Action Taker Tribe, was a big part of me stepping into just being me and allowing myself to be vulnerable Mm. and taking it to new levels, introducing my woo-woo and exploring Mm. it live on my podcast and saying, I don't really know what I'm talking about right now, but I'm interested and then getting a little bit more familiar and a little bit more expert and then starting to share on it a little bit more, which I love the fact that for some people that's given them permission to be vulnerable and share while they're on the journey and a work in progress. Mm. And mm. I guess I'm thinking now, Will, like if I'm moving to new levels of vulnerability, dare I ask you whether you can see <laughs> like my bullshit <laughs> or well, like how am I lying to myself? Because um, yeah. I would love to, although I'm a little bit like nervous, but I'd love to hear <laughs> it really. Yeah. Um, so it can be nerve wracking, both for you and for me, because we're live in a podcast and, you know, we know each other a little bit. We've chatted a few times, but I don't really know you and I don't really know what's going on. So it's a little bit like um, just throwing the hat in the ring and then you find out who the opponent is by the time you get there. You're like, oh no, <laughs> that guy's way bigger than me. But I love it. Let's let's go for it. So, oh, but you haven't been through any of my process. So in my preparation video that people usually see before they come, um, you may see some twitching. That's just me tapping into the energy and what's going on. I may yawn. That's energy moving or clearing. And I may tell you that you're lying to yourself, but I think that part you're already pretty clear on. Um, (laughs) So the next part that we'll use is the truth process. And with that, I'll ask you a question and I'll put the word truth in front of it. And your job is to answer with a yes or a no. And I'll be able to tell if you're lying to yourself or not. So that's that's kind of the flow. Okay, so the, I'm good to go. Okay, great. So the most important part is to have an idea of just very basically, what is it that you're wanting that you're not getting yet? Definitely bigger visibility. Okay. So I love, I love the fact that that's your area of specialism because I would like to be more visible and um, it's not happening at the level that I would love at the moment, but I'm staying staying full of faith. And what would more visibility mean? I would love to get my message out there more. I would love to work with more people. I would love my podcast to be heard by more people. I just get excited at the idea of being more heard, more seen. I think it's an exciting place to be as a coach. So people may hear me typing. Uh, Part of my process is that I I take notes. Okay, cool. So some of what you said you believe and, and a bunch of it you don't, or rather not that you don't believe it, or the, and, and here's the thing for everyone listening. It's not that you're entirely full of shit. If you were, we wouldn't be having this conversation. You wouldn't have started a podcast. Like if you're actually one of those people that's completely full of crap, you would never know because you would just be ignorant of the whole time. So we're actually dealing with minutia. It might sound like sometimes I'm dramatic and I say, oh, you're full of crap. You don't believe what you just said, but actually it's, it's really a nuance. So a lot of what you said is not in alignment for you. So for, for example, being more heard, hundred percent, that would, sounds like yes. How being more seen is not sounding like it's true. So 
we'll find out what that is. You mean like being heard as in my voice and being seen as in my appearance? Yes. Yeah, well, I guess that that would go, in, that would be true because as a 47-year-old woman whose previous being seen was the occasional family photograph of which I was normally behind the camera, it's been a massive leap mm. now of being seen. And I often put filters on on Instagram, well, almost always, and I don't always feel super confident about my appearance. In fact, a podcast episode that's probably gone out only a couple of weeks before this one is literally about that subject. So I think that's that's true. I want to be seen as in understood and acknowledged, but visibly as in my appearance, it's something that I'm less confident yeah. about. Yep. <sighs> okay. So well, let me put that as a truth question. One sec. Oh, so I should describe, since we're doing this as a podcast, I'll kind of describe some of the process. So I'm about to ask a truth question. So I have a hint, a feeling of what's going on. This isn't one of those times where I see like, you know, for example, oh, your mom said, you don't look good on camera. Like sometimes I do see that, but not usually. Usually it's kind of a sleuthing moment. So now I've got a little bit of info. Usually I would take a little bit longer, but we're trying to keep it slightly short. So I'm asking this truth question. So I'm trying to see in my head, I kind of do a bit of a yes or no. So I go into some of the questions that I might ask, you know, truth, is it safe to be seen? Oh, oh, there we go. <laughs> okay. I will ask you that question in just a sec. Uh, but first, so I, I had some other uh, options that I went through in my head. And as I was going through them, it's like, no, no, no. Kind of like filtering through the Rolodex of like, who am I going to call today? No, no. Oh, there's the person I'm going to call. So let's, let's check it out. And now we'll see if my intuition was on point or if it's not on point. So truth, is it safe to be seen? Oh, sorry. It's, that's the yes or no question. I don't know. I feel kind of <laughs> neutral about this one. I don't know. I don't, I don't feel unsafe, at least in my conscious mind, but I have worked through this idea that I would be judged, particularly coming out of corporate at relatively senior level. I felt really self-conscious about how people from my former corporate life might view me, which I would translate as really how I viewed myself, because I don't truly think they're sitting there watching my every move, but it's perhaps how I feel a little bit about myself. Okay. The burping is, is a sign of lots of clearing, or I just had a Coca-Cola, but this time I didn't. Um, so, okay. So now we're coming back to one of the earliest things that I picked up on, but I forgot to write it down. Some version of playing small. Ow. Yep. Some version of like, <laughs> where you see your business could go, where you see your podcast could go, but you've been kind of playing a different game and they're not aligned. There's like the big version of you that you want to put there because of the past in corporate and people from corporate might see you and all of that. But then there's the path that you have been walking, which is a, a bit different. And so there's a, there's a, something's not aligned there. So how, because I see you, it's funny. I keep seeing you as like, a little girl wearing an oversized sweater it might be slightly influenced by the fact that you're wearing a sweater, but that's what I've seen is like, <laughs> instead of you stepping into big, bold, you out in the world, I'm seeing like you as the little girl trying to wear the bigger clothes, but not actually. So this is just a subjective. This doesn't mean that that's what you're doing or that's who you're being. That's just what I'm seeing at the moment. So let's see what kind of a truth question. <sighs> uh, truth. Do you want to see what's in the way? Yes. Yes. Because I'm on a quest to remove trauma and mindset blocks and to move into my full potential to 
make as much of a difference in the world as I can. So, yeah, I would like to know if if there's something to know. Then, yeah, is that am I telling the truth or am I kidding uh, myself? That one was a bit neutral, so it's my, it's not the right direction to go. Uh, truth: Do you have to remove more blocks before you can be more visible? That is a great question because I recently decided that one of the things that I really need to do is address past trauma and decided that one of the reasons my business hasn't gone as fast as I would like, I haven't magnetized exactly what I'm after at the moment, although I'm staying in trust, is because there's some, some deep trauma stuff that perhaps I haven't approached. But then I also had to ask myself, is that an excuse? Are you now layering on something else to go off and do rather than getting on with what you're destined to do and, and just to just be it now? Um, and the jury's out. I haven't decided which is the truth. Okay. Let's try another one. Truth. If you expand, you'll be laughed at. I used, to, I would have said truth in the past, but now not so sure. No, I'm not sure that I would be laughed at if I expanded. I don't know. That, that one comes up as a yes. Um, Still fear of judgment, right? Yeah. Uh, um, truth. Do you need to change something key? so that you won't be laughed at? I don't know. That's a great question. Yeah, I think that one's out. So let's try a clearing because sometimes when, so at the moment we're doing what I call the labyrinth, you have a clear desire, a clear want, but partly the normally when I do a free session with someone, they have to fill out the application form, they book a time, like the energy gets all prepped. So we're kind of like shortening that preparation phase into the current conversation. We're winging it a little <laughs> here, right? That's okay, I like a challenge. So sometimes when we're in a what I call a labyrinth of the maze, it's because there's a thing that you really, really want to address, but there's a lot of stuff around it or a lot of trauma or whatever you want to call it. And it could be multiple things. So sometimes when we're in the maze, we just have to start clearing a little bit, to like take down the walls and simplify before we can actually see what the thing is because you got a lot of defenses. So you're up for a clearing? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So the belief that you must change something key so that you won't be laughed at when you ex when you grow and expand, would you be willing to destroy that at the point of creation? Oh, yeah. I would be willing to destroy that at the point of creation. The, oh, here we go. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> um, the belief that seeing that specific. Oh, here we go. Okay. <laughs> Truth. Will you have to leave some people behind if you change? No, I don't think I will. Hmm. Well, there's still this big juxtaposition between the expanded version of you that you are wanting to become and the version of you that is trying to walk that path, but isn't expanded yet. It's like, there's a, I mean, fake it till you make it would be a harsh way to say it, but it's, it's a little bit like that. It's a little bit like, yeah, I, I can't think of a better way to say fake it till you make it. Cause I know that's not you. And I know that's not your, your, your process, but it feels a little bit like that. Oh, uh, truth. Would you be inauthentic if you expanded right now? Well, I think if I expanded, that would be authentic because I would be expanding. I think if I was out of alignment and pretending to expand, that would be different. I think um, I would be authentic if I expanded, but I think that I do have some work to do to get to my next level. I've made a massive leap in the last six months. Mm. It's been phenomenal, but I'm on a plateau at the moment. I'm like really sort of 
got a lot going on, decided there's a lot of work to be done. And so I'm not in an expansive mode right at the moment that I'm recording Mm -hmm. this episode. I've had a sticky week Mm -hmm. or two where I felt heavier and I felt less expansive than certainly I have been for Mm -hmm. months. But in my experience, that's part of my process. I like have a, a big zoom full of expansion and then I sort of pull back mm. again. It's a bit like a, a process. I would love to be in a position where it's just expand <laughs> and then expand. But my process at the moment seems to be retract and contract mm. and then expand from often a point of saying enough is enough. And then whoosh, the expansion comes again, which wouldn't be my preferred process, but it is the process that I've been going through the last year or two that is giving me great growth, but then mm. contraction, which I'm not enjoying okay. as much. So the pulling back, the holding back would be that image of, of the girl and the sweater that's too big. So, um, and it doesn't mean that right now, and that's the, the funny thing about this work is sometimes I, you know, and I get caught in like, oh, we got to change that. We got to fix it. We got to expand you right now. And then I go, oh, wait. Hold on. That may not be what's called for right now. And I I certainly get caught in that trap. So truth is right now time for expansion. Yes. Yes, it really is. It really is time for expansion. Uh, so I get a very cl- that's the clearest no that I've gotten so far. So wow. Um truth is your business and your niche, etc., aligned for your greatest expansion. I'm feeling more aligned now than I have felt in the whole history of my business. I'm feeling incredibly aligned, not to say that I'm not going to evolve again, but right now it feels really, really good. I love who I'm working with and I love the work that I'm doing. I think that moving to the next level is a lot about a story of not being good enough, a story of struggle and this idea that I always have to work so hard and be in struggle for me to achieve anything. And it feels like there's a lot holding me back from my expansion because I fear the hard work and the struggle. And I have to constantly be doing the work to overcome that. So is there an action that you haven't taken lately that was would have been fun or like a podcast you wanted to be on or a certain, a certain indicator of expansion that you just didn't do? Not that I know of, but that doesn't mean <laughs> there hasn't been one. Okay. <laughs> I was really brave. I was at an event a couple of weeks ago and uh, there was the guy running the event, someone that's you know very successful, has a top 1% or more podcast. And I just approached and asked if he would like to be a guest on my podcast. And he said, yes. <laughs> and the feeling was amazing, not just because he said yes, which was obviously lovely, but knowing that I was a person that could ask that question, <laughs> that I could put myself forward and authentically say, you know, would you like to join me on my podcast and know that I'm excited about actually doing that? A little bit nervous mm-hmm. too. And I'll reveal more as and when we actually record the episode. <laughs> but, you know, moving into the power of asking mm-hmm. that question <clears throat> felt very, very empowering for me. Mm-hmm. It felt it felt good. Nice. Okay. So then the only things that I see, and at the moment we're, we're, we're stuck in the maze and that's okay. We, we can leave it there. The thing. Well, I appreciate that, Will, because we could talk, we could, I could happily sit here and do this for (laughs) hours, really, because who doesn't like talking about themselves and diving into their own insecurities? But, you know, this is just an opportunity to to get a a brief insight on on a live episode. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Yeah. please do. Give me, give me a summary. Hit me hard. So, for everyone that's listening, so sometimes this happens. Uh, You know, my sessions are, are, my private sessions are 50 minutes long. So it's fine if this happens. Sometimes this will happen for 47 minutes 
And then boom, we see it. But always within the session, we see something that is valuable that we clear that we move forward on. So this is just one of those times where it takes longer. And it's also a wonderful moment to practice what I preach of honestly expressing yourself. You know, if I were to pretend right now, like, oh, I know, like for the sake of the podcast, oh, I know what it is. It's it's one of those things that I suggested and I didn't actually know. I, I wasn't fully aligned with that, but I had a, a belief that I have to look good on a podcast, then it wouldn't go very well. It just wouldn't be a very delightful experience. So the summary is not feeling safe to be seen, heard, totally great. Seen, no, there's something coming up there. Like you mentioned about the judgment, the, the visual thing, that visual of, of the little girl in the big sweater keeps coming up just all the time. So maybe we didn't hit on what the meaning of that is and that's okay, but I'll give that to you to look at. And then the last part is there's, there's something out of alignment. I'm pretty sure, but I'm not like, I don't have a crystal ball in that way around your business and your niche, et cetera, for your greatest expansion. There's something that's not like somewhere that you're not yet able to say like to the corporate people that you've left, like if they heard the podcast or whatever, for you to say, nope, this is me hundred percent. Doesn't matter what you say. Like for me, I'm not at this level of success. I want in my business yet, but I don't think it would matter who came to me to say, oh, you don't really have a strong intuition. You don't really have the gift of clear audience. I'd be like, you have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you have no idea the work that I do every day with clients. Like I'm solid on that. So there's some, there's some place there where you're not yet solid that once you get it aligned, you'll be solid. And I think that next level of expansion will come. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you, Will. I'm going to take that away and I'll I'll muse <laughs> on it in a solo monologue episode yeah. later. But that's really appreciate that. Thank you. And like for anybody that's interested in diving in a little bit deeper, um, I love to leave the podcast with some inspired mm. action. What are a couple of things that people can do by themselves to, to take a little step forward in this mm. direction? Yeah. So I've got tons of videos that people want to look up that process of clearing beliefs, but that's not the the most uh, immediately applicable one that I would suggest. So the most applicable one I would suggest is noticing your energy of when are you pushing and when are you pulling? So pushing looks like if you're in a conversation and if you're in a coach or in sessions, actually leaning forward. If you're leaning forward and you're not actually relaxed and present with the person, then you are, I find, pushing. Your energy is pushing. You're trying to get to an outcome. You're attached, whatever you want to call that. It applies to family life. It applies to everything. So notice if you're frustrated or things are not working, I'm, I'm in a bit of a rough patch right now as well, Joe. And so I have to look at myself after this podcast of reminding myself, oh, right, in that area, I'm pushing. I'm pushing like it's a boulder on a hill. I'm not in a pull energy. So when you notice that you're pushing, you're trying to control the outcome, et cetera, you can feel it in your body. Your body's literally physically tense and pushing. So what you want to do is get into a pull. Now, what that means is literally just right now, you can, as you're listening, pull energy from everywhere around you through the front of your body and out the back. And then from everywhere through the back of your body, out the front, and then in every different direction. And you'll notice, oh, I feel better. <laughs> and if you practice for a couple minutes, you'll feel even better. So that's the first, that's the most practical. Any action that you're doing, any goal that you have, notice, oh, am I pushing? Am I tense? Am I like trying to force the outcome? And if you are, start to pull the energy and then come back at it and see how it goes. Amazing. Thank you. I'm really, really inspired by this. I love the mm. idea of energy clearing and yeah. also leaning back. And it's so interesting, mm. like energetically, but even in my day-to-day -day life at the moment, uh, we've been having some rather um, explosive <laughs> arguments mm. with our teenager. 
Um, and one of the things that was suggested to us that when we're in this moment, I say we, me, myself and my husband, when we're in this moment to actually physically mm. take a step back to, to stop yep. being so attached to needing the outcome to yeah. be the way we need it to be because of all the stories we tell ourselves about our children and respect and all this stuff. So mm. I'm like drawing this parallel and it feels very, very aligned to hear this message from you today, Will. Thank you for that. Yeah, you're very welcome. And how can we find you online and learn a little bit more? Yeah, my website is myspiritualclarity.com. And I also have a podcast that's a new podcast called thehiddenhealer.ca, not .com, that goes to someone else, .ca. And that's a podcast where I do live free sessions with healers, coaches, therapists, and they're really revealing. Uh, the three that we've done so far are really powerful. They're really on point. So if anyone's curious to hear a bit more of the of the aha moment come through, like today we got into some good stuff, but if people are curious to hear the aha moment, then that would be a great place to, to hear it. Amazing. Thank you, Will. And I'm going to put all those links in the show notes for anybody that wants to get in touch with Will. And just to say, well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. It's been an absolute delight. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Will. So being vulnerable like that in the moment is definitely something that I would not have done only possibly a few short months ago. The chances of me asking that on a live podcast recording would have been zero to none. And whilst there's still much for me to ponder about what came up during that clearing with Will, there's something that I'm really taking away with me, which is I am ready to put myself out there. And I would like to ask of you, are you ready to put yourself into your new levels of vulnerability and authenticity. And the truth is, if you have a message, one that you are divinely guided to share, you have to step into whatever that might mean so people can hear your message. Now, clearly, I am happy to be heard, perhaps less so to be seen. But the truth is, is that we are all ready to enter our next level of visibility. And whether that means clearing your limiting beliefs or working with someone that can help you reach that next level, have a really good think about how you can take your business forward and really dive into what is the truth that you have and only you have to share. I would love to explore this with you in more detail. If you want to DM me on Instagram, my handle is at iamjo.ingram. Let's chat about your messaging and how I can help you take that to a new level. So have an inspired action week. Take care. Bye now.